0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Badlands Podcast—the only podcast out there that is 100% chiselled and proudly part of the Chairshot Radio Network. I am Mags, and of course, I am joined as always by uh, my Welsh brethren, Mr. Paul Tolley. Paul, how are you, sir? Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: I'm. I'm a bit unwell this, this evening, but you probably sent my voice is a bit deeper. Um, but it's not. It's it's not COVID. I've tested five <laughs> times, five times, five times. <laughs> um but yeah just a bit under the weather but i couldn't i couldn't let you down this evening
0: especially yeah i'm I'm doing really good tired it's been a a busy hectic week for for content creating but um we had to record today because of i mean for context we're recording this on tuesday the 15th uh you guys will be hearing it on on the thursday but the biggest news in wrestling in the past decade has happened today so you know, it's uh it's been a fun day um so to kind of lighten the mood i thought we would uh we would uh, record uh an episode of badlands and it was your topic uh for last week um a really interesting one uh not gonna lie i fucking hated this topic <laughs> I, hated <it. laughs> I hated it with a passion and not because it wasn't a good topic the the idea behind it was was really good but it was it was getting the ideas down on into some sort of uh, sense. This was a hard topic to, to to work through.
1: It is hard, isn't it? I've, I think I was always trying. I was always trying to base mine back on the reality that probably eighty percent of the audience wouldn't, eighty percent of the WWE audience wouldn't know who Los Ingobernables were. Mm-hmm. So I was always trying. I, Trying to write it from that perspective, you've got to you've got to base them and make them stars before you can really do anything with them.
0: Yeah, I mean I, that's not even a a, a factor in in man. I've I've essentially booked that they're already coming in as stars. Um, for me, the issue was uh, it was the wording of the of the topic, which was "What if Los Ingobernables, Los Ingobernables of Japon invaded the WWE." But with only having five of them, it was hard to kind of book an invasion because obviously the industry yeah. has hundreds of of of, of uh, talent. So I've kind of manipulated the, the 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 subject a little bit, and I've kind of booked um, an entrance storyline, if you will, uh, for for uh, LIJ. Um So I hope that that's uh, good enough to. To, to satiate
1: the audience, it it definitely fits the bill as far as I'm concerned. Because mine mine's not an invasion either. It's not a. This isn't Russia and Ukraine stuff. This is a, <laughs> this is. A, I'd call uh, what would happen. What what if LIJ caused a minor inconvenience to the WWE for a few months?
0: Brilliant. Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
1: Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net.
0: Well, seeing as it's your topic, um, let, let's uh, let's hear your thoughts on the L R J invading the wwe
1: <laughs> right, just, just because it went so well for me last last week i have so much fun i booked exactly the same time period starting with royal rumble 2022 going through to wrestlemania um i'm not good at wrestlemania numbers but wrestlemania 2023 which will be 39
0: will it i think yep yeah, that's the la one i think okay
1: it's the la l-i-j one now l-a-j l-a-l-i-a-j we'll see when we get there <laughs> brilliant okay royal rumble okay my first note says starts as normal whatever that means okay all right okay so i think we have uh a few entrants we have entrance one to six
0: okay okay
1: then we then we have a a commotion uh backstage um in kind of where we've where we've seen on like 24 7 documentaries and stuff like that before where they have the Royal Rumble entrance awaiting. Um, and I think, for these purposes, I think that's quite near Gorilla as well, but for these purposes it is. So we have a commotion and the cameras go backstage. Several wrestlers who were due to enter next uh, are laid to waste. Vince McMahon's been taken out. He's he's wearing a lot of colour. He's been busted open.
0: He's got a crimson mask. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, Johnny's tending to him and and all sorts. So, wow, what the hell's happened here? Then the countdown buzzer comes down for entrance seven, and we get um, Bushi's New Japan Pro Wrestling music. Ooh. So, a lot of fans don't know what's going on here, but you know, it's the the the, the clued up fans. Rey Mysterio's got a <laughs> new mask. <laughs> so, so we get what we get is. The typical Los Ingobernables entrance. So, so for those for those who don't know, they take their time over their entrance in New, in New Japan, where a lot of a lot of stables will come out to the leader's entrance song um, and just get down the ramp pretty quickly. Los Ingobernables don't do that. It's all about tranquilo. It's all about taking their time. Each of them gets their own music. They meet on the stage and they walk down together. And this is exactly what happens here. Entrance seven, Bushi. His music plays out in full until the countdown timer for entrant eight. Who is? I can't remember what order they go in. I think it's Sonada, entrant nine, Hiromu, entrant ten, Shingo, and entrant eleven, Tetsuya Naito.
0: I mean that that's some some interesting numbering. How they all got drew those numbers. They
1: haven't drawn any numbers. they
0: they've beat up They've beat up ah.
1: entrance seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven.
0: <laughs> so then jump cue jumping, essentially. The queue the queue jumping, yeah. <laughs> they're bastards. Just people tutting a and all sorts of. <laughs> <laughs> so they're
1: not they're not official entrants. But that's okay yeah. that's okay. none of them go on to win anyway. So it so in terms of breaking the rules and stuff, we're we're alright on that. So it's their classic entrance then they hit the ring together. Um Fans obviously enjoyed that. That's that's it's a cool entrance, isn't it? It's uh um uh, they, they go in, numbers game pays off, they start to dominate a bit. But then uh the WWE wrestlers kind of something's up here Boss is bosses is bloodied and broken at the back there. Some of our pals have been taken out who are these lot um taking over the Royal Rumble. So WWE all gang together and eventually get rid of most of Los Ingabenables. So we've got Kushida's in this one. Kushida obviously has a lot lot of history with Hiromu. Mm-hmm. So um, Kushida does still wrestle for WWE, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's part yeah. of Jacket Time. Jacket Time. Right? That, yeah, Jacket Time does a feature in this booking, but Kushida does. Poor Ikeminjiro. <laughs> just all again. Kushida gets rid of Hiromu. Uh, Randy Orton gets rid of Naito. Brock Lesnar, who we know goes on to win the Royal Rumble, because that doesn't change, eliminates Shingo. Bushi uh, just gets eliminated. I don't know. it Doesn't matter who by. Because um, he's a jobber. Because he's a jobber, <laughs> and he has been treated as such for the entirety <laughs> of this booking. Um, Sonada goes deep. Sonada goes into the last three. Wow. Um, uh, he, he he kind of survives the original WWE wrestler comeback. He you know he's a, he, he's a fit big boy. He hangs on in there. Final three he gets eliminated by Brock Lesnar really good showing, really impressive quite kind of a he's in there for you know best part of an hour let's say um brock lesnar wins the rumble as 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 he as he did so next night on raw Vince McMahon kind of overly overly bandaged or stitched or something he calls out the invaders um he doesn't know who they are really he's never he doesn't pay attention to new japan he just wants he just wants those bastards out. Yeah, he wants them to to face the roster. If you like, <clears throat> Lij do their long entrance again, surround the ring, surround Vince McMahon, um, but they never never enter the ring. Naito does his his thing where he kind of rolls in occasionally and then rolls back out just to just to kind of tease. Um, Vince screams and shouts at them the way he does, asking them what they want, what they want. Uh, Lij doesn't respond. Naito doesn't respond until he uh, does his his eye thing. He's, uh opens his eye and points at the WrestleMania sign. He's, he's saying, "Lij want this want this spot, not against Vince McMahon." I know, um, <laughs> but they want to be at WrestleMania. Then uh, voices hits and Randy Orton comes out. Remember, Orton eliminated Naito? Naito. Orton knows the business. He knows who Naito is. He knows what he's about. He knows he's the kingpin. So, uh, so Randy comes out. And uh, tell, tells Naito he's a piece of shit, basically, he's nothing. I eliminated you last night, um, with ease. I'll kick you out of WWE with ease too. Don't worry about it, boss. I got this. Um, but if you want a WrestleMania match, I'll give you a WrestleMania match. Uh, so, so it's gonna be Randy versus Randy Orton versus Tetsuya Naito at WrestleMania. Um now Randy and Vince, they're smart enough for a fight. They want to be attacked by Lij, but still, playing it tranquilo, and they just walk off, which really agitates Vince because he didn't want it to play out like that. He wanted, he wanted a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got that set for WrestleMania. Then uh, Lij go back to Japan because uh, they're contracted over there, obviously. Um, NXT Hiromu stays behind, um, fights in NXT for a bit. He jumps Kushida in a match. Because Kushida eliminated him. And uh, they have a feud leading up to WrestleMania. So we get to WrestleMania. And Hiromu versus Kashida actually opens the show. So in my world here, kind of, obviously, WWE and New Japan have a bit of a partnership going on. Okay. WrestleMania and, Kingdom. Yeah. And, and Vince wants, uh, Vince thinks, well, Kashida and Hiromu, they've got history. They've... Uh, had excellent matches in the past. I think they've had five-star matches in the past or pretty close to it. Um, they, they'll, they'll give a good example of what kind of New Japan wrestling is. It'll excite the crowd. It'll bring the level up early. A proper classic WrestleMania opening match. Mm-hmm. Um, Hiromu wins that. rest of WrestleMania kind of goes as... Oh, it hasn't happened yet, does it? So I don't know how it goes, but it goes however <laughs> it's planned to go. Orton versus Naito. Um... Now, Naito is in his proper wind-up mood here. Ages to come to the ring, ages to get disrobed, ages to even start start the fight in. So this really winds up, you know, the WrestleMania crowd. This really making Orton the, the face and Naito the heel. Um, so he really plays up to that. Uh, eventually, Orton wins the match. Oof. But after the match, Hiromu obviously we know there because he was in the match he was in the match earlier. Hiromu and Naito attack Orton after the match. Riddle comes to make the save, but they're off off into the crowd and off in off into the night and back to back to Japan. So um, so even though they lost the match, they feel they've got the one up there and and a, a beaten up Orton. So next we go to June. So there's probably like some video promos and stuff going back and forth, but no actual altercations. Roman Reigns is still um, WWE champion at this point. Okay. Um, so he's been champion for two and a bit years. Uh, he cuts a promo saying he's beaten absolutely everyone. There's no one left in the company to beat. Uh, like I've, I've got, I've got no options left. I, I'm like basically supreme, supreme champion now. Um, Sonada comes out and says, uh, "says you, I was in the Royal Rumble. I didn't win it, but I went really far. You've never beaten me. I'm a new challenger." Roman, Roman, Roman takes on Sonada. Um, same weekend as the June pay per view pay per view for WWE. There's a there's Dominion in Japan.
0: Okay,
1: I believe it's the same weekend. So, over in Japan, Shingo. She, um, Shingo, Brock Lesnar challenges Shingo Takagi. And now Brock's been sent over by Vince. He knows he knows Sanada's in America, so kind of LIJ's a bit weakened at that time. So he sent Brock Lesnar over to put the, the cat amongst the pigeons in Japan. It's like a reverse invasion now, or or a reverse uh, yeah, reverse scuffle.
0: Um, he would be the, the super heel there as well because of... Of how we left New Japan last time.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, um, Roman obviously beats Sanada. I say obviously, Roman beats Sonata. Um Brock Lesnar beats Shingo in Japan. We've also got Naito and Hiromu are up against RK Bro for the WWE Tag Titles in at Dominion in Japan. Mm. Um, wow. So. Yeah, it's reverse invasion there. Naito and Hiromu win. So Naito and Hiromu have taken the WWE Tag Team Championships from RK-Bro in Japan. Um, so so Orton and Riddle have got a return with their tail between the legs, but, but Brock has scored a big win. Then we get to Money in the Bank. Uh, RK-Bro and Naito and Hiromu have a rematch, and the title's traded back on home soil. So home advantage to RK-Bro. They win the titles back. Brock Lesnar wins money in the bank again.
0: Wow, WWE going all in on the Brock show, winning everything in This
1: <laughs> This year is very much... This, <laughs> yeah, this was fucking Brock, essentially, I think. <laughs> okay, next, right, next we go to SummerSlam. So we have a big rematch here. Um, Shingo's not happy. He wants Lesnar again. So in Japan, they had, at Dominion, they had a, a, quite a new Japan-style match. Brock had to wrestle a bit more. Had to be a bit more of a Japanese-style match. Here, we're going to have Shingo versus Lesnar in a WWE-style match, which is just carnage, people going through barriers, people going through tables, chairs, all that, the lot. So we're going to have two very different Brock versus Shingo matches that fans are just going to love. They're going to lap it up. If they've not seen Shingo before, they're going to have seen him now and enjoyed him a great deal. Um, Lesnar wins again, though. And we've also got on SummerSlam Hiromu versus Riddle. And uh, Hiromu wins that. So at the moment, we've got Brock Lesnar doing very well and Hiromu doing very well.
0: Mm -hmm. And everyone else Um, getting just the the, the (laughs) shit kicked out of (laughs) it.
1: So next, uh, we've got a typical Paul Tolley booking. September, Bushi versus Rey Mysterio. that, not? Why not?
0: They both wear masks. <laughs> <laughs> and Rey Mysterio wins. You know, if this ever happened, that's exactly Vince's mindset. <laughs> Put him up against the other masked guy. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, he would think that Bushy is rare. He would talk Probably to would. Bushi like he was rare. He definitely
1: would. He'd book him as the new Bellas. <laughs> <laughs> um, Survivor Series. Okay. LIJ set a challenge at Survivor Series. Um they set a challenge to New Day and RK Bro. Oh this really is shit. I I don't even this thing makes sense. Um set a challenge to New Day and the RK Bro just because I like putting New Day in my bookings. Survivor Series rules, winners can enter next year's Royal Rumble. Okay. At numbers 26, 27, 28, 29 and 30. Wow. Quite quite the stakes. Um Vince accepts, because he has faith in New Day and RK-Bro. But he shouldn't have, because uh, cause LIJ win it. Um, Brock Lesnar wins the Universal title at Survivor Series, but not by cashing in the briefcase. He just wins the title. He had the briefcase in uh, in reserve.
0: So he's, he's the current champion and also the briefcase holder?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm sure that'll play in, in, a, in a little while. It will. <laughs> um, where were we right so next we go next is January so we go to Wrestle Kingdom so in the in the intervening period um I can't remember what New Japan's pay, big pay-per-view is in the winter before Wrestle Kingdom Um is it, is it power it struggle Tarku. is it not Don Tarku? might be Don Tarku. Shingo Shingo wins the title back from Okada okay so Shingo's world champion and Lesnar's world champion but Lesnar Lesnar's got the beating of Shingo, um, and he calls up. He calls up. He, he, basically, he turns up in New Japan and he offers Shingo a deal. He tells him, "I could beat you any place, anytime. Um And to prove it, I'll trade you this briefcase for a shot at you in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom Ooh. for your IWG, IWGP Championship."
0: Okay.
1: So Shingo so Shingo thinks right. I could I could uh, I could beat him for the IWGP. Take the briefcase and cash in at him at any time to become universal champion and be like champion of the world. Basically, okay. so it's, it's impossible to refuse.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So Shingra says yes,
0: um, and accepts the beat, trade. Get beat by Brock, <laughs> and Brock wins everything <laughs> got... because Vince McMahon.
1: <laughs> so Wrestle Kingdom, we've got uh, an early match is uh, Sanada, Hiromu, and Bushi. They've got the Never Six Man. They've invited the New Day over for a little, uh, little, little shot at it, a little dabble. And the New Day, <laughs> the New Day win the Never because oh, of course they did. Because of course they did. <laughs> oh, like. New Day won it for a laugh. I wrote so it would be a laugh. Um, be. Naito and Orton have their return match. Okay. And uh, at, at Wrestle Kingdom, so they've had one at WrestleMania, one at Re- one at. Um, Wrestle Kingdom, and Orton wins. So he won both. Um, Shingo.
0: <laughs> Nato's getting buried <laughs> Nato's in storyline. Are, are you
1: a Nato hater? <laughs> Nato's having a bad time. I mean, it's more like I was giving Randy did, a... Did you, did you email uh, Gator
0: for booking advice in <laughs> this?
1: <laughs> I just tried to be consistent. Um, Shingo overcomes Lesnar in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. So he's got home advantage. He's the big face in that match. Like you said, Lesnar's reputation isn't great in Japan. He's a WWE invader. Shingo gets, finally gets a win against Lesnar. Now he's he's got the IWGP, IWGP Championship, and he's got Money in the Bank briefcase, and Lesnar's a champion. I'm coming for you. Royal Rumble. Remember, LIJ have won the right to enter this. 26, 27, 28, 29, and 30. Yep, they Which have. they do. Um, which obviously means Naito wins because coming, coming in the last five is just too much of an advantage yeah. there, was, there was no there was no way they weren't going to win and Naito's the leader so Naito wins the Royal Rumble
0: definitely a numbers game yeah
1: crowd hate that crowd American crowd despise Los Ingram and Ables at this stage all the shenanigans
0: the fucking all, marks what a yeah. bunch of marks <laughs> they are
1: <laughs> <laughs> We go to, and then we go to WrestleMania. So this is the end. And Hiromu has been making the name for himself. You'll you'll remember he beat Kushida. He he beat, um, who else did he beat? Beat Kushida. Then he beat Riddle. Been feuding with RK-Bro across the year on and off. So now he gets his match against Orton. Orton's beaten Naito twice at the, the two biggest stages. We're at WrestleMania again. Hiromu beats Orton. Massive win. The crowd the crowd although they hate LIJ, they warm into I mean, they warm into Hiromu them, he, How can he, you not?
0: Yeah, I mean him and Daryl are just the absolute best.
1: Yeah. So Hiromu gets a big win at WrestleMania thirty nine. Sonada, Bushi and Shingo get their titles back from the new day. Then we've got big match Tetsuya Naito <laughs> versus, <laughs> versus Brock Lesnar. Um, but wait a minute. Surely Shingo's got that briefcase. Shingo's got the briefcase, hasn't he? Mm. <laughs> so Tetsuya Naito as Royal Rumble winner challenges Brock Lesnar. Um, and Brock Lesnar wins. Lol. Lol. Shingo obviously takes this opportunity to cash in. Um, Brock Lesnar wins. So... Brilliant. <laughs> Brock... So invasion over, Brock wins everything. That literally He's is the... invasion this invasion over brock lesnar sends lij packing uh but lesnar's world champ universal world champion shingo's world champion in new japan so they kind of both and there's like um they they end with like mutual respect they uh okay. they uh les lesnar and shingo kind of give each other the rub they put each other over well lesnar puts shingo over let's say um but they they both go their separate ways world champions Hiromu and Naito sign with WWE.
0: But, but not
1: Sonada. Not, not Sonada, no. They didn't they didn't want him.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> was future endeavoured. No, no, reason, recently a
1: Naito is Naito by that stage. I mean I mean I think he's talked about retiring in the next year. So mm-hmm. if he doesn't retire, he might fancy a going WWE. And I think uh, he was the leader. Vince would have liked him, so he would have got signed. Hiromu if you can't he, not love him. Yeah, can't not love him. I think Vince would love him, and he, uh, he was he was the only person who think I won. He won pretty much every match for the year. So I mean that wasn't sign. Vince booking it though. That was that was Tolly booking it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, a Tolly was being Vince. <laughs> 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 um, so so basically, what my my book mine was Lij. They get to show their face to a Western audience more. Vince do, does quite a bit to give them a showcase and put themselves over. Mm-hmm. Hiromu successfully does. I think Shingo successfully does. And but Brock Lesnar, it's given Brock Lesnar something different to do for the year. And I think it would be interesting. And and you would you would turn to Brock Lesnar to to uh to fend, battle fend the invading in forces.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. like a he's like a brick wall. Yeah, it's quite bad, isn't yeah. it? But you know. I- <laughs> I, it, it, there's a lot of sense in there um, a lot of we, we've we've had a lot of similar points uh, when when you'll uh, when I go through my my rebooking of, 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 the, of the the period I've picked you'll 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 notice those those similarities very uh, very um, quicker. Hi, I have gone a different kind of pathway with my storyline, so I might Brilliant. as well I might as well get into it. Let's go into it. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out the Cheshire.com Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts, galore everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshop.com. Nice buns, soft, fluffy and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. HERO.CO. So So, um, I started at WrestleMania 38 uh, in, uh, in Texas. So, we have Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Walking into the AT&T Stadium, uh, both champions of their respective brands, obviously Roman with the the Universal title from SmackDown, and Brock had recently regained the WWE title uh, in the Elimination Chamber. Um, The match has been made, no disqualification, um, and it's essentially for all of the marbles. Uh, It's winner takes all. Winner takes both titles. Winner takes both titles. Okay. So Roman and Brock beat each other from pillar to post. I mean, when these guys face off at mania, it's it's always something special. And this yeah. is absolutely no different. We get the Usos coming out to interfere, uh, to help out uh to help out um their cousin. But even with those odds, three to one, Brock just won't stay down. The the just the amount of punishment he's taken is still getting up. Um eventually he ends up Taking out uh, the Usos, he hits an F five on on Jimmy, and then uh, Jay is hit with an inverted spear from from Roman. So that kind of a uh, that one on one balance is now restored. This is frustrates Roman because he wants nothing more than to beat Brock Lesnar. Um, so you see him signalling to the back for more reinforcements to come down, but the rest of the Bloodline are already. Destroyed in and around the ring, so who who is he signaling to? Who's going to come out and help? Hmm. What you see is two more members of the, the infamous uh D- dynasty storming the ring. So, firstly, you have uh Solo Sikoa. um, he's uh the son of another son of Rikisha, brother to uh the 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 Uso twins, and he's uh, currently on NXT 2.0. Yeah. He hits the ring, and he's flanked by uh, another member of the uh, ANOE family, um, former um, um, MLW World Heavyweight Champion, cousin to Jimmy, Jay, uh, Solo, and Roman, one Jacob Fatou. Oh, wow. Jacob Fatou has uh, has, has, has joined the fray. So with these two new members of the bloodline, um, all laying waste to Brock Lesnar, it's pretty much a formality that, that uh, Roman hits the Superman punch, hits the spear, wins the match, and claims both of the titles. Oof. So we get to the, the Raw after Mania. He did. He won He won it. He won. He won. Double champion. So Crazy. Raw after Mania. We see uh, Roman and this newly extended bloodline um, come to the ring, accompanied by, uh, by Paul Heyman. Roman holds both his titles up high, um, and in a very stark similarity to his uh, post-WrestleMania 33 promo, he is just shouted down by a cacophony of boos from the fans. Um, and every time he tries to talk, the fans get louder and louder. <laughs> and very much like that, that, that same Undertaker promo, he keeps his words to a minimum. Yeah, One of the best promos ever. Yeah, so good. He declares that Raw will acknowledge me bef- <laughs> before leaving the ring and then leaving the building. Um, we also hear uh, on this on this uh, episode of Raw uh, from commentary that Brock's injuries are so severe that that he may never ever return to WWE. Bloody hell! So we get to the following SmackDown. Um, we see nothing of Roman and the Bloodline all the way through the, the majority of the show till we get to the final segment. And they come down to the ring uh, to celebrate. To celebrate the Tribal Chiefs win at WrestleMania to celebrate him ruling the roost on both Raw and SmackDown. So Paul comes onto the mark and he starts running down a list of all the people who have fallen victim to the, to the big dog. So we're talking Braun Strowman, we're talking The Fiend, we're talking his own cousin, Jey Uso, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, Edge, Cena, Balor, Big E, Seth Rollins, Goldberg, the list goes on and on. It's incredible. What a title run. Yeah, all these have been made, forced to acknowledge Roman as the tribal chief, and now the Beast Incarnate has been slain. At this point, Roman takes the mic from, from Paul Eamon and he, he puts out a plea. He pleads to the, the roster, to everyone in the back, if you've got any any balls, if you've got any moxie about you, step up. I'm daring you to step up. Nobody comes. The, the Behind the curtain is silence. And after what feels like an age, Roman breaks that silence by simply stating that everybody in the WWE will acknowledge Roman and as, as the tribal chief, as the head of the table and as the new double champion. And, and to finish off his promo, uh, Roman claims that, that by becoming uh, a champ champ, um, he's achieved his birthright, he's achieved his legacy, but more importantly, he's achieved his destiny. And just as he utters the, the the final word in that promo, the word destiny comes up on the Tron. But to those in the know, to those who uh, whose wrestling sphere reaches out of the WWE, the, the font is eerily familiar. It's almost... Mm. There's something quite odd about it. It almost looks like the letters have been torn from a piece of paper. But as Roman... Leaves the entrance ramp, we see the tartan flicker, and the uh, and the wah in the decine is is for just a moment replaced by a, a stylized letter O, which looks remarkably like an R with some eyelashes. Oh, yeah, it only, it only happens for a second though, and it quickly goes back to uh, goes back to the 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 wah. So then we get to the next. Roman does notice, but he doesn't notice until the next week on, on right. SmackDown. So we get to that week, and the show's actually opening with uh, with the same Destiny text on, on the tantrum. It's the same flickering starts to happen, and this time it's more pronounced. Roman is pissed. Roman is fuming. De- these little mistakes he just caught are bad. So he's screaming on the microphone, for the production crew to to sort this out, to stop the flickering, or else he's gonna he's gonna come back there, and none of them will like the the repercussions. So uh, a camera crew races back to the the, to the production truck, uh, and we see the the staff are frantic. They don't want a whooping off Roman. They've seen what he's done to to a myriad of huge superstars. They would absolutely. He would absolutely destroy these. So they're panicking, and there's just mass hysteria in this panic truck, in this production truck, to to try and work out what's what's gone on. Except for one person, there's one person sat with their back to the camera, calm and relaxed. You can almost say he's. He was eerily tranquil. Oh. And he starts to slowly turn around in 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 the chair. And, and as he turns around, the camera starts to zoom in on him, and we get that face that we all recognise. We get that familiar ah gesture that we all recognise. It's the one and only stardust genius, Tetsuya Inato. I love it already. I love it already. So the camera goes, cuts back to, to the ring, and Roman and the bloodline are slack-jawed. This, this was clearly not something that, that was planned. They have no idea what's going on. And you can see Roman's blood boiling. He is, he is getting angry. But as, uh, as Nato is, uh, is on the big screen, on the Tartan, he utters one solitary word, tranquilo. He then, <laughs> he then leaves the production truck and, and slowly ambles his way towards the arena. He comes through the curtain, stands on the entrance ramp, and in um, in a very broken English uh, promo, he starts talking about how Roman uh, has destroyed the, the WWE roster and that there's been nobody to step up to him. And this feels like a situation that, that uh, Nato has been in before, where there's been one person at the top of the company and Nato was eventually able to beat that guy. You may have heard of him. He was this small, no-mark wrestler called Kazuchika Okada. The crowd pops at this because WWE hardly ever acknowledged that there is other promotions. So the crowd, uh, they're on tent hooks. Everyone's excited. There's an electricity in the air. It's quite clear that this forbidden door has been booted off its hinges. So Nato starts to, to saunter his way to the ring. Uh, Roman's there screaming at him to, to bring it as the, the rest of the, the bloodline are preparing themselves to, for a beatdown. So as Nato walks, we get that that almost uh, traditional way that Nato prepares himself for a match. Slowly starts removing his tie and his cape, then with the suit jacket and the shirt, the pants, just really taking his time. He hasn't got a care in the world. This is this is Tetsu This is how he is, and all that. This, this time, whilst he's walking down to the ring, he starts talking about having his his own familia, having his own bloodline, his own family, and he starts doing the infamous L R J roll call: Bushi, Hiromu, Shingo, Sanada, and Nato. And as he rams off. Each name, the wrestler, appears from the crowd, climbs the barricades and surrounds the ring. Oh, wow. So with Nato staying at ringside, the other four members of LRJ storm the ring and take out all the members of the the bloodline, leaving just Roman uh, in the ring. Him and Nato locked eye to eye on each other. So after, after LRJ have cleared uh, the, the ring of the rest of the, the bloodline, um, they, they follow and leave the ring, and Nato climbs onto the apron through the ropes. We see Roman try to rush the stardust genius, try to take his head off with a massive clothesline. Nato ducks, runs the other ropes, comes back and does his traditional topple into the tranquilo pose. This is... <laughs> This f- makes Roman fuming. He, the disrespect he's feeling now is is it's palpable. Can you imagine? I, I can just I can imagine Roman's reaction to that. But he's dragged out of the ring by the rest of the Bloodline. They retreat to the back, and all this time, all the way up the ramp, Roman and Nato haven't broken eye contact whatsoever. And and Nato has been led in the same Tranquilo position with the same eye jester, just eyeballing Roman Reigns. So in the the following weeks, the two factions clash over and over again. Um, Nato makes it clear what his intentions are. He talks about how he was the first ever uh, double gold dash champion in New Japan. Um, reminding uh, fans of him beating Nato and Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 14 and becoming the the first person to hold both the IWGP the Intercontinental and Heavyweight title. Roman laughs at this, laughs at Nato's achievements. He tells Nato that you just can't walk into the biggest wrestling company in the world and go straight at the big dog. This isn't a pissant company. If you want Roman... You've got to earn a shot, Roman. You've got to climb that ladder. And that ladder starts at WrestleMania Backlash with Solo Sekua. So we get to WrestleMania Backlash and um, Nato faces off with uh, Sekua Hard-hitting battle, uh, as both Nato and Sekua are, are perfectly adept at. But Nato eventually hits Valentia and Destino and he puts away the, the young Samoan. Meanwhile, on this show as well, we see Hiromu, Sonada and Bushi um, with Shingo in tour face off against uh, the Usos and Jacob Fatu. This match descends into absolute chaos uh, when Roman comes down to make the save just as LRJ about to get the victory. This causes a, um, a mass brawl. So we get to the the post-premium uh, live event episodes of Ron Smackdown. And Roman makes a promise that he's going to take out each and every member of LRG personally. And in, at the same time, Nato has to keep beating members of the Bloodline if he wants that, that shot at the Tribal Chief. So there's a real dichotomy of storylines here going on. Roman uh, wants Nato to beat all of his faction whilst he, at the same time, is, is looking to beat all of Nato's faction. It's a real kind of a, a, a deep storyline. I love that. that that's, that's kind of video game mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get to Hell in a Cell. Uh, this is the June premium live event. Uh, Roman is facing the, the perennial jobber of uh, L R J Boucher.
1: Oh, that's too easy, um, that.
0: It's a squash match. Nothing yeah. more than a squash match. Absolutely brutal. Um Nato has it a little bit worse against Jacob Fatou, but is able to to squeeze out the victory in a in a very hotly contested uh um match against the former Contra Unit BMO. Uh in the aftermath of, uh, of Hell in a cell the, the brawls between the two factions keep uh increasing in uh in um in intensity um and we get to the point where um, uh, these these uh, brawls are happening so much, uh, but the leaders of the factions uh, are kind of hanging back. There's almost a um, almost like a an eerie show of respect between the two brewing. Um, and after a sit down interview with uh, with the two, they both uh, agree that these inter faction brawls need to stop. Nobody is, is winning from these. Um, an uneasy truce has been called. But as Roman gets up to leave, he turns around and he adds that he's still going to keep taking out the members of LRJ one by one. And Nato still doesn't get his shot until he's beaten every member of the Bloodline. So, Money in the Bank rolls around. And at Money in the Bank, Roman, race, uh, Roman Reigns has to face Cold School Sonata. Now, he's way more of a challenge than uh, than Plucky Boushi is. Um, but eventually, uh, Handsome Sonata succumbs to the, the Superman punch-spear combo. Um, meanwhile, on the same show, Nato has to face Jimmy Uso. Um, Nato dominates this match for, for long periods. Uh, and we get uh, shots cut cut to the back of uh, of Jay um, pacing the, the, the locker room. Itching to come out and, and and save his brother. But just as he, he starts to to rush the ring, Roman grabs him by the shoulder. Now without without uttering a single word, and just off eye contact alone, Jay knows that Roman is serious. Jay knows what what Roman's orders are and he backs down. It hurts for him to see his brother being beat down like this. But he he has to follow the word of his of his tribal chief. Yeah. Nato Nato goes on to win that match, uh, and then we get the Money in the Bank match, uh, and that briefcase is claimed by none other than L R J member Shingo Takage. Oh, that's a turn up! Exactly, he bests uh, five of uh, SmackDown's finest to to climb the ladder and guarantee himself a title shot.
1: That. I wasn't expecting that. That is an interesting turn.
0: So, rolling into SmackDown, we've got Roman going head to head with the the wacky, eccentric, but ultimately lovable Hiromu Takahashi.
1: Poor this would be.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Roman is clearly underestimating his opponent. They, you you are getting um, Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor vibes. You're getting Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan vibes, where he he wants to swat him away like a, a pesky fly, but that underestimating quickly ends when Hiromu hits a Hurricane Rana on the tribal chief. He's angry, he's shocked, and Hiromu is able to use that anger against Roman and starts to, to get the upper hand because he has a. Uh, he has a wrestling style that Roman hasn't come up against before. Uh, fast-paced, daredevil, putting his own body on the line to, to get the upper hand. Uh, and we're seeing Roman bumping like mad. He's making Hiromu look like a million dollars. But eventually, power succumbs uh, and uh, the, it's too much for Hiromu. And a clothesline damn near takes off uh, Takashi's head. Now, long-term fans of LRJ were wincing in their seats because we all know that uh, Hiromi has had severe, almost career-threatening neck issues. But a swift Superman punch and a spear puts this match to bed. On the other side of this feud, we have uh, NATO facing the right hand of the, the Tribal Chief, Jey Uso. Uh, this is his hardest match in the WWE to date, um and it seems that that nato may have may have met his level this this may be one match too too many for for nato every time he starts to gain some momentum his offense his offense is to by his long term knee injuries um really his knees are playing up in this match and he just can't build up enough momentum to uh to to win this match Jay capitalises on this and, and starts to focus his attack on the knees of Nato. But if there's one thing we know about uh, Tetsuya Nato is that to beat him, you have to, you have to essentially kill him. You have to uh, beat him until he can't fight anymore. The comeback is on, and we see, uh, we see Nato hit two Destinos in a row to pick up the win. He's beaten all of the bloodline. Which means his match with with Roman is next. Wow, he's
1: claimed the ladder. <coughs> he has. But Shingo Shingo's got a well, potentially an opportunity of Roman as well, or or, or a different champion.
0: Let's get there. Let's yes. get there. So next pay per view is Extreme Rules. So in the build up to Extreme Rules, the the disappointment that Roman has with his cousin. Um, It's all over his face. All of his cousins can't make eye contact with with the travel chief out of a mixture of fear and out out of embarrassment because they feel like they failed him. So shaking his head, he walks to the ring and he calls out Nato. So Nato and and the rest of LRJ come to the entrance stage and we see Roman praising and actually congratulating Nato... He's he has earned the the respect of the big dog, and he's he has earned the match against Roman, but Roman wants uh, wants Nato to know one thing, that when he steps through these ropes, that that respect ends, and he promises that he will disrespect Nato in in a way that he's never known before. He's going to destroy his destino. Nato, thanks Roman for 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 the kind words. And just as he's about to accept the title match, um, his attention is drawn away by, by one of his fellow LRJ members. Shingo finally has something to say. As holder of the briefcase, um, he's guaranteed a title shot. Uh, and whilst Nato has beaten all uh, all of the bloodline to earn his shot at Roman, Roman hasn't beaten all of LRJ. And with Nato's blessing, Shingo wants... That, that match, he wants to face uh, Roman at Extreme Rules. Is this a cash in, or so Roman? Uh, so Nato bows his head, uh, extends his arm, signalling to, to Shingo, "You've got my blessing. Go and go and have the match." Shingo walks to the ring, hands the briefcase to an official, confirms that the match will happen at Extreme Rules, and we get the we get Shingo versus Roman. So it's an honourable cash-in. It is an honourable cash-in, because Shingo is an honourable guy. No, it Not lacking your storyline, of them being a, a snake, eh? You well... face-to-face.
1: <laughs> my my original story did have an honourable and then I thought I'd done Night Too Dirty, so I,
0: <laughs> I rewritten the whole thing. So I, I we were on the same page here, but I had to change okay. it. So... When we get to Extreme Rules, Nato doesn't have a match on the card. Uh, He uses this time to uh, recover from his uh, recurring knee issues. Uh, But in the main event, uh, Shingo and Roman have a barnstormer. And we're talking legitimate five-star classic. Both of them looking like an absolute million dollars. Uh, Very back-and-forth match. Both guys... uh, having uh, periods where they're in control, both both gaining and losing momentum. And as we get to the finish, uh, Shingo is throwing everything but the kitchen sink at Roman. We see uh, Sol de Hapan, we see Yukon Lariats, we see a Noshigame, we see Stay Dream, Bloodfall, Last of the Dragon, all of Shingo's power moves coming out to play. But Roman kicks out of each and every one of them. And in a last gasp effort, Shingo hits Made in Japan. Surely it's over now. Ref goes for the pin. One, two, kick out. Shingo is flabbergasted. How do you keep the tribal chief down? This is when the bloodline hit the ring and absolutely lay waste to Shingo. Roman takes the advantage uh, of this, hits the spear, and picks up a very controversial victory. Incredibly he needed the help of uh of the bloodline to put away Shingo.
1: Is he happy with that?
0: A win is a win. Uh he's disappointed, but a win is a winning in he has he's achieved what he set out to do, and that's beat every member of uh Los Ingo Bonables de hapam yeah. So we get to Crown Jewel. Uh Crown Jewel in my in my timeline is non-canon. Uh, and there's absolutely no interaction between the two factions. In fact, I dare say that uh, LRJ don't even make the journey to Saudi Arabia.
1: Unnecessary <laughs> <laughs> necessary point.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but we do go to Survivor Series, uh, and the match between Nato and Roman Reigns has been set, but it's not been set for Survivor Series. This match will take place at what has quickly become one of uh, the WWE's biggest premium live events. It's going to be at Day One. Wow! So in the meantime, I always forget
1: Day One. I forgot Day One again.
0: <laughs> but you're right; it is a, it is a big event. So uh, in the meantime, at Survivor Series, the two factions face off. Uh, in, a, in a classic 4-on-4 four four Survivor Series match which sees Shingo, Sonada, Hiromu and Bushi take on Jacob Fatu, Solo Sokoa and the Uso Twins. Um, the the winner and sole survivor of the match is the right hand of, of the Tribal Chief, Jey Uso. So then we get to day one and it's here. The culmination of a, a nine-month build all boils down to this one match. Roman versus Nato, the Stardust Genius versus the Tribal Chief. This match has Shagga frothing at the mouth and exploding <laughs> in his wirefront. Tetsia and Roman put on a masterclass in storytelling. And as, as uh, Nato takes charge uh, in the match, hitting a multitude of his, uh, of his signature moves, we see him pull out Gloria, uh, Polvo, Diestrella, Evolution, and Val- uh, Valentia all wearing down the big dog. We even see him pull out a move that he, he very rarely uses now, the Stardust Press. He's pulling out all of the big guns because this match means so much to him. Roman is is down. Roman is beat. Roman is wounded. And the bloodline members all start to rush the ring. And just as they're about to to get in the ring and, and cause the DQ, Roman, led in the middle of the ring, extends his arm and screams, No, because he wants to do this. On his own, he want he's the respect between the two. Even though they are mortal enemies at this time, the respect between the two means more to Roman. And then coming off the the back of that controversial victory over uh, Shingo, Roman has to prove to himself that he's he's better than than Nato. Nato lets Roman get back to his feet, so we can get a a face off in the middle of the ring, and in a very traditional. Japanese, New Japan, uh, strong style. They start to hit each other with with elbow strikes. One after the other. Bang, bang, bang. Eventually, Roman takes control, hits a Superman punch. Both guys out on the floor. Roman gets up, is able to hit the spear. Doesn't go for the pin, though. Instead, he makes his way back to the corner. hits a second spear. Again. There's no pin. Roman goes for the third spear, lands it. Now we get the pin. One, two, three. Roman has beaten Tetsuya Nato. And as has happened throughout his career, Nato has fallen at the the final hurdle yet again. Roman and the bloodline stand proud. So we get to the, the row after day one. Roman and Paul are in the ring struggling to hold back those smarmy smirks that they they have. Roman calls for for Nato to come to the ring and acknowledge him as the tribal chief. Nato is battered and bruised, but he limps to the ring and says, at day one, he was beaten by a better man. But Roman isn't the best until he beats all of Los Ingotnabas. So... Roman looks at him confused, like, what are you talking about, you fucking idiot? (laughs) He rattles off the names of the people he's beaten. He says, I've beaten Boucher, I've beaten Sonata, I've beaten Hiromu, I even beat Shingo. And the, the, the memory of that controversial finish at the end of Extreme Rules sends the audience into a wave of boos because they know that that win was tainted. And Roman finishes his list by pointing directly at Nato and saying, I've even beaten you. I've demolished all of Los Ingo de Japan. And Nato has to concede the point. Roman has beaten all of LRJ, but that's not what Nato said. Nato said he hasn't beaten all of Los Ingo Ah, uh. And just as he says that, the the tones of El Idolo hit the speakers. And out comes Andrade Cien Almas. What a twist. But this is not the Andrade Cien Almas of NXT and WWE. This is the masked Andrade Cien Almas of La Sombra. And he's flanked by two other Mexican wrestlers. He's flanked by La Mascara. And he's flanked by Rouche, the original loss in Gnablas. The feud with the bloodline has just got turned up a whole new level as we make the push towards WrestleMania 39. End scene. Oh,
1: I love it. I thought you were bringing evil back for a minute. Eh?
0: <laughs> Can you, that would have that been the worst <laughs> reveal ever. <laughs> Fucking House of Torture evil. <laughs> no. Um La Sombra, La Mascara and Rouge in WWE. The Hall of Los in- in- Ingenables in the company.
1: Oh I and mean, you could just go on from there, couldn't you?
0: Yeah. I, I, I was tempted to and like I said, this was this was hard to start off, but once I got to that ending, I knew I had to stop some some point because that books itself for the yep. for the next next year or so. Leave yeah. them wanting more. Exactly. Exactly. So that's where I ended uh, at the row after day one, leading into obviously the Rumble, then WrestleMania.
1: That was amazing. That was class.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, blew me out of the water this
0: week. <laughs> I was just going to say, chat on yours. <laughs> <laughs> My...
1: <laughs> at least yours had a story.
0: But there, there were there were a lot of similarities. We we certainly had a lot of the same kind of uh, thoughts and mindsets with uh, with with some of the intricacies of the stories.
1: Yeah, well, we both had Shingo winning Money in the Bank. Um, no, we didn't. Well, Shingo didn't win the Money in the Bank match in mind, well, he but had, he did. He had the he won he it had eventually. The, the
0: briefcase. Yeah,
1: I don't think I don't think I featured Roman in mine at all, apart from a one off match against Sonada. I mean, yours, is, yeah. The logic to yours was just outstanding. You're making me blush. You really are. So, yeah. were, my, I, I will pick a point though. Okay. Were Roman's um, ladder matches against not ladder matches? But, you know, the beating the Lij ladder. Were they all title matches?
0: No, he didn't defend the title at all against anyone over the nato.
1: So, that would be that might be my point of of contention because he's got both titles mm-hmm. and they're just not being defended at all for months
0: Roman there's nobody in WWE that Roman hasn't beaten
1: no, no I, I, I get it but those Twitter will be gunning for you
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean they, 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 they'd certainly turn on Robin that's for damn sure <laughs> but yeah uh, I was i I disliked this this topic with a vengeance at the beginning of, of kind of formulating the story. But once I got into it, yeah, it, it, it was fun to, to pick apart.
1: You'd never be able to tell because, oh, yeah, that was good. I need to up, up my game on this.
0: Well, you will get ample opportunity. Uh, for next week's topic. Um, so we alluded uh, earlier in the show to some huge wrestling news uh, that has come out this week. Um, and unless you live under a rock, you will know that uh, Cordy, Cordy Rhodes has essentially left AEW and is in uh, advanced talks to make a return to the WWE. It's uh, incredible.
1: After, I can't believe you're saying it.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's, it blows my mind. I, of all the wrestlers in AEW who you would think wouldn't go back, wouldn't be the, the first person to make the jump back to, to WWE, Cordy would be the first on that list. You would think, yeah, he's AEW for the long haul. Yeah. But cl- clearly there are uh, issues um, backstage, and Cordy being the businessman, he's, uh, he's taking the the big bucks. Uh, good luck to him. I, I'm excited to to see what, kind of reception he gets in WWE from not only the fans but also uh the, the kind of booking committee and, and Vince in general. Um yeah. I'm I'm excited
1: because it's it's the first step. So so far we've had so far we've had the uh the the bleed of WWE wrestlers going to AEW and the the fret has always been a one way threat. Mm-hmm. Now now we're entering a whole new world where talent are clearly going to be signing both ways and oh the tit and, for tat that's going to go on is going to be incredible
0: and and as we kind of like said in before we started recording there isn't a bigger hit in terms of uh in terms of aw than Cody Rhodes. yeah uh he may not be the 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 best wrestler but he he was aw there's no, there's no other way to to describe Cody Rhodes at this moment. He was the face of the company. He it was his uh, bet with uh, Dave Meltzer that that started the ball rolling with uh, with all in. It was uh, him um, and his friendship with Tony Khan that that led to AW being a thing. He was the the front and center of the. The AEW versus WWE um, storylines and and the kind of like uh, backbiting and and shots across the the bow. So for him to be the the first major switch back to WWE, that's that's monumental. I don't think the signing Moxley back, signing Jericho back, even signing Kenny Omega, I don't think it would make as much of an impact as signing Corey Rhodes. That's a
1: Big, big move. There's nothing. It's the biggest. Mm-hmm. It, is the, it is the biggest.
0: So with that in mind, um, it, it kind of writes what our next topic has to be. And oh. it, it's got to be, what if Cody Rhodes does re-sign with WWE? So Brilliant. As we've done over the last couple of weeks, uh, I think it makes sense to book... Um, period of, of him returning to WWE uh, and kind of the pathway uh, he will go on, um, and this is something we can have a hell of a lot of fun with because we can have a paint him as the the returning prodigal son uh, and and kind of uh, becoming the the world champion uh, when he wasn't even able to become champion in the company that he formed. Oh, we can bury the absolute living shit out of him and he ends up jobbing to Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza. Um, so,
1: it's, we're gonna have a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, because you we,
1: bet your bottom dollar. He's gonna
0: split the fan bases, I think.
1: <laughs> he's he's gonna split the fan bases himself because they're gonna be giving him lines in promos he's gonna have to say, and AEW fans are not gonna like them.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, you can, you can just. Imagine Vince hoping that he was still uh, the TNT champion, so he could bring it to to Raw and throw it in the trash. <laughs> but yeah, that's essentially the topic I want to cover next week. What if? Uh, I mean, by next week, it may all be done and dusted, or Cody may have re-signed with AEW. We we will I'm sure we'll we'll know about them. But uh, yeah, what I want to cover is what if it does happen. What if Cody does sign with uh with the WWE?
1: Yeah, well, even even if, even if it comes to naught, uh, it's a it's a it's a valid what if. It's a good what if. Mm-hmm. I think I'll return back to my um,
0: spider diagram,
1: my my spiders next week, and I'll have a bit mm-hmm. of a bit of booking and also a bit of uh, actual what will happen to the landscape as well. Because I think I think just co- not not even signing with WWE, just Cody leaving AEW just changes changes what we think of that company it just changes so much and Absolutely. it's going to be really fun to talk about it in, uh, in detail.
0: Yep. So, uh, definitely come back next week and check that out. But, uh, that's it from, from us here, at uh, Badlands. Um, Paul, give us a, give us the outro. Of
1: course. Cool. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. As always, um, Badlands available every single Thursday on the cheershot radio network. Uh, so if you want to hear that topic next week, I'm sure no one's going to be talking about anything else all week. So it'll be interesting to, to um, be, uh, I'm interested in finding out what Magsy's takes are going to be on it. Um, if you want to hear them, go to your podcast provider of choice, find Chairshot Radio Network, subscribe, and you'll get it next Thursday. And I'm sure you'll hear the opinions of the whole gamut of CheerShot Radio um, podcasters and and uh, and content creators over the next week so yeah subscribe listen to them it's going to be a really really fun week and fun lead up to wrestlemania i'm sure um you can follow us over on twitter let us know let us know what you think about um about the cody situation how you think it's going to play out how you think an lij invasion of we would 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 play out um he's at Podfather mags i'm at rain counter And we've got um, Ray is at It's Ray Cash. Uh, If you're looking for some tidy apparel to um, kit yourself out in for the summer, head over to the um, Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash The Cheer Shop. And there's loads of cool designs over there that um, help to go into going towards running, running this, this network and the podcast and, you can get yourself out in some good designs over there. Um again, I'm sure there's gonna be articles of plenty and opinions of plenty over at thechairshot.com. Uh over on the uh, over on the the normal internet. What's what's the word for it's not social media, the regular internet. Is that to name? <laughs> the internet, maybe. <laughs> the internet. On the, on the world wide web. The world wide uh, web. Thechairshot.com. Uh for all your hard hitting pro wrestling news and opinion. There will be plenty about Cody on there, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and i think that's that's it um Maxy's as you know tons of podcasts all over the place go make sure you go check out visionaries um vision always goes on
0: my mind global media
1: visionaries global media radio techers for all your all your football and soccer news um he's over on uh a Changing Attitude A Changing Attitude Five Rounds Five Rounds <laughs> Too many podcasts to So many, so out. many podcasts Go check him out <laughs> um, I'm exclusively here um, So you can only hear me on Thursday So good okay, go, go to the subscribe uh, Until then, until next Thursday Please take care of yourself Take, it, take care of your families And uh, always use your head See you next week